Welcome home. I'm Kirsten. And I'm Graham. And this podcast is the home at class you wish you'd been offered. We're two moms aspiring to create gracious homes that are welcoming and functional, all while dealing with real life schedules, budgets, and children. Stick with us and we'll share and show what we know, what we've learned, where we've messed up, and how to fix it. For everything we can't make up, we'll bring in the best experts we can find. You're listening to Welcome Home. Today on Welcome Home, it's time to party. It's our quasi-annual look at all things entertaining. We'll talk about all the parties we're planning, the best events we've attended, our very strong opinions on RSVPs, and why the neighborhood hardware store should be your first stop when shopping for party supplies. Plus, backroom deals with the Whole Foods fishmonger, buying wine on the honor system, Graham's inside track with Yeti coolers, and why Burlington Coat Factory is so much more than great coats. Or is it? All that and more on this week's episode of Welcome Home. Welcome home, Kirsten. Welcome home, Graham. I always say welcome home first. I know. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. No, it's, okay. I mean, it's okay. I really feel welcome to home. We got back last night at 1230 in the yeah, morning. I should from- say welcome home. Welcome back to America, Graham. Amen. Amen. We just got from Jamaica, man. It was wonderful. That's the worst Jamaican accent ever, but I love that country. It was so great. It was like the best thing ever. Um, but welcome home, Kirsten. It's good to talk to you today. You too. What was the purpose of your trip? Just uh... love, love. It was our 15th year anniversary. And wait, then- wait, 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 wait. I, I know that on Instagram, but it's not. <laughs> well, we got married. Miss our anniversary. We got married in July, but we're just doing. We're doing it up. Like we didn't do much for our ten-year anniversary. We don't really take like trips. That we haven't taken a trip the two of us, like a, just the two of us trip, in a long, 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 long time. You know, where there's like no work attached or no other friends that we see. It's just the two of us, and it was kind of weird because it made me think about when we're retired. Like we started developing these because we were gone for four, maybe five days, mm-hmm. and we started like making routines for ourselves. It was kind of weird. <laughs> and it gave me a glimpse into what I'll do when he's home all day. Do you ever have that? Uh, no, but it's really funny. My dad's been retired for like three weeks. My mom's been retired for like four days. Mm-hmm. And so I'm listening to this. My mom says like, if your dad comes with me to the grocery store one more time, like she's, they, my mom <laughs> does not like my dad grocery shopping with her. That is what I've, that is what I've learned about retirement. She's like, he's like, it's like, he's never been to a grocery store before. Right, right. <laughs> crazy. I feel like I used to always hear my mom saying like, if you want to micromanage what I was doing, where were you the last 20 years? <laughs> you know, Cause they start sticking their nose in stuff. Cause they're kind of like, you know, they're used to kind of being in so, you know, some level of having an opinion over something. So she's like, if you really care what kind of mayonnaise we buy, you should be buying all these years. <laughs> I feel like your dad would obviously care what type of mayonnaise. I feel like that'd my be- dad's, let's be honest, my dad's the one who's bought all the mayonnaise for all the years. Um, <laughs> let's not call, but I mean, we were, it was kind of weird because we, we were very busy. We do a lot here at home and we had, you know, we were literally on island time. And so we developed these things like every morning I'd be like, I want to go check on my birds, you know, and I had this like (laughs) section of birds that I would give some toast to. And then in the afternoon, Harrison was like, well, we need to be back in time for the sunset. (laughs) You You and Harrison are both really hard workers and total go-getters, but I also feel like visualizing you two retired is not a stretch. I also feel like you two were born to be senior citizens and go on long walks. Yes, and that's and we did, and we just go, but we just kind of make up weird stuff to do. But we we kept talking to each other. But it does get a little weird. I find the newspaper again really helps. I'd be like, I gotta just leave you for thirty minutes so I can come up with like we need to talk about what's going on in Venezuela. Um, But okay, 
Okay, let's talk about something really fun, which is our blood. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are super excited. First, okay, let's let's have a little let's bit of organization. About, let's talk about our health. We have a sponsor, and this is a health-related sponsor, and it's actually pretty darn cool. It's like a first mover, I would say, in business school. Like, I've never heard of this company before, so hot off the press. Yeah. Okay. So basically we all know that we're very busy. You know what? Okay. Seriously, side note. Um, I love my doctor, but my doctor's 30 minutes away. And part of me feels like I know I'm going to die because I don't, I just won't go to the doctor because it's oh, like, like the uh, primary care physician just to get the yes. basic. Right. Like I drive by 800 doctor's offices to get there and I love her, but it's also like, mm, maybe it'll kill me. Maybe it won't. I don't have time to drive an hour round trip. Do you think I should oh, yeah. doctors? Let it well, let alone schedule the um, schedule the time like to the, get the get the nurse to call you back to make the appointment oh, to get into. Okay, so that's interesting because mine has a really easy online scheduling. Oh, so that yeah. actually like does save me some time. Okay, this has nothing to do with our sponsor, but no, except for except for kind of does it kind of does because we're all so busy, we have so many things that we're juggling, juggling. Juggling is a very advanced word. It means juggling and prioritizing. So when we're trying to juggleize all the things, um, sometimes things like getting to the 30 minute away doctor falls through the cracks. And that is why I love blood score because it lets us check in on our health from home without having to make doctor's appointments or going to a lab. Yeah, it kind of makes your health a little bit easier. Blood score, what it is, is they deliver medical grade physician authorized lab tests right to your door. So you get this kind of kit that you need. You basically take a few drops of your blood collected at home, send it back in the you know prepaid envelope that comes. It's super, 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 super it was easy. Super easy. Yeah. And basically what you're going to get, instead of getting kind of a confusing lab results, I don't know about you, but I usually get those like six page lab results. And, and they you, feel like they're printed out on like 80s paper. Like oh, the yeah. font is very 80s font. Well, like no, you expect it to have the little like circles on the side. It, well, no. And then you get it. You have no idea what it means. Yeah. And then you have to wait for your doctor to call you to like go over your test. But that's exactly so, it's almost like you get a color-coded, easy-to-understand chart and graph that basically kind of tells you many of the major metrics going on within your blood. Yes. Like, for example, I'm looking at my dashboard right now. Do you want to know mm -hmm. what my blood score is, Graham? What? I don't want to brag. It's a 90. I got a 90. That's an A. Okay. That's an A minus, but obviously, so we learned you're deficient in some things. So I guess that's what's I also cool. About it. I don't want to yeah. talk. No, it's, a, it's very cool. So they have like all of your things, like your cholesterol, your triglycerides, your inflammation, all these things. And then it's, it's literally red, orange, yellow, yellowish, green, green. And you can see like how far you are on where you want to be and like on your risk level. And for example, cholesterol, I was, I was not in a danger zone, but I was like, you know, it wasn't my best score. And so it recommended like, these are the supplements you need to, you should be taking omega-3 fish oil. You should be taking flax oil. And then 90 days later, you can do the test again and you'll see if that actually worked because I actually really like that. Like if I take the green tea extract, is that like, going to happen? do anything? Yeah. Right. Anything I love, right. yeah. So I love like 90 days later, I can check back in. And by the way, y'all like, just to be perfectly clear, this is like prick your finger and that's it's it. like the finger prick at the OBGYN. So anyway, if you're interested, check out bloodscore.com, use the coupon code welcome home. You'll get 20% off an at-home test kit. You can see for yourself if you are interested in learning more about what's coursing through your veins. Um, <laughs> You want to know the funniest what it means to your health. So, you know, we have a lot of sponsors and we are fortunate that we get to test a lot of products and, you know, every now and then like I'm offering 
my in-laws, you know, to kind of try a little bit of what we have and let me know, you know, a different age demographic, whatever. Well, I, they had sent one for my husband and an extra kit and I, he was so excited about it. But I, you know, sometimes, he, I, you know, I don't censor myself before I speak. I mentioned it to my father-in-law also. And I was like, well, I've got this extra kit. Like, do you want to try it? You would have thought I had given him like the key to the kingdom. <laughs> Okay. I think I think such a good old person. I think uh, just like people of an even older demographic like love this, so I wouldn't write out blood score as a holiday gift for the in-laws. <laughs> Do you know Ralph's blood score? I mean, I know it's confidential. I don't know it, but at the same point, it's, he was pumped. Like he was really pumped. That's All right. Okay. Well, if you want to get twenty percent off of your home test kit, use the code Welcome Home, and again, it's bloodscore.com. Yeah, cool. Thank you, Bloodscore, for sponsoring us and for the great information and the and for getting our blood flowing. Now, what is our blood flowing for? Do we have a topic for this episode? Indeed, we do. It is parties. I feel like we haven't talked about parties in a long time. Haven't. And we have them. Actually, it's not a hundred percent true. (laughs) You know, if anyone listens regularly to the show, I like have my deputy downer side where I wanted to do this whole thing about like. RSVP'd off, basically my whole diatribe on this world of RSVPs and cancellations that I feel like we live in that is plaguing our cultural society. And Kirsten's like, yeah, we're not doing that. It just sounded really depressing and preachy. I mean, if anyone else wants to be yelled at about, you know, saying they're going to come to a party and then not coming to the party. Right. So I get to have a little, I get to have Graham's preachy corner in a few minutes. <laughs> she Would you like to, preachy- why don't you just, you know what, you've teed it off. Why don't you just start with Graham's preachy corner? Which That's by good. the way, it's a legitimate grievance. It's a legitimate grievance. Well, I kept thinking about parties and this is a really big thing for me. And we were somewhere the, oh, I know what it was. So I went to this really cool party the other day. It was called, it was just one of my friends here organized it and it was the neatest thing ever. I mean, she is the hostess with the mostest. She's so gracious. She has the most wonderful taste and manners and everything. And I got a formal invitation in the mail to a party called 10 Tables. And what it was oh, was- this was cool. This was it, very cool. I mean, this was amazing. Like someone so gracious to open up their house. So she invited 10 women that she knew. I guess maybe she invited, well, I guess it was 10 women. And then each woman, so I was one of the 10, got to invite two extra people to come with her, right? And so the wait, concept- wait, so it's 10 women, including the hostess. Well, I mean, basically it turned out to 30 people. So I guess okay. she, I don't know how it worked out, but- So she probably included know, herself in the 10. Right. I guess it was like three tables of 10, okay. however it worked out. But everyone invited two people. And the concept was, is we basically stick in our social- um, you know, we kind of get stuck with the same, not stuck with the same people, but we get into our ruts and we don't mix and mingle and meet different people out there. And we all came together and we had this amazing party and it was, I mean, cocktails and it was catered and it was beautiful. I mean, the effort she went to in her own home was astounding. Okay. And, and that's really interesting too, because she probably didn't know everybody who was coming, right? No, like that's the thing. She went out of her way to host people that I like, that she had never met before. I mean, can you imagine? That's, so she, um, so do you think, was, what were the instructions on who you could or could not invite? Like, was it like invite somebody I don't know yet or? No, it was just bring two women that you think are awesome. That was it. And so, you know, and these women, they were so excited. I mean, it was so Yeah, different. it's very flattering. It's very flattering. I mean, it's flattering for everyone. And so we all got together and, you know, we had like icebreaker games and we mingled, but I guess the point being was 
dear God, like if someone at the last minute had flaked on that event and or not shown up, the hostess went to a ton of effort, right? And I just Mm -hmm. think that I am really on a kick that if I RSVP to something or if people RSVP, it is not okay to cancel at the last minute. And I think there's, you know, there's something to, and I think it's really bad karma too. If you say you're sick or your child is sick when they're not. What if they are though? Yeah. If they're legitimately sick a hundred percent. No, that's why I think people know if I cancel because I'm sick, they actually need to like come to my house and bring me some sort of food or something mm-hmm. or like actually help me get physically to the doctor. Okay, so the point of telling that story about the party, besides that it was just a super cool party, was just saying, like, you don't know what you're walking into and you don't know how much prep someone's gone to. Exactly. Thank you for interviewing me, Kirsten, and asking my questions. But, you know, I think if you say yes and then you give a last-minute no, the hostess has gone to so much work and effort. And you don't know if, like, there's going to be two tables of 10 women and then one table where, you know, there's just – an awkward, you know, an awkwardness. Or then how about this? How about when you get to a party and, you know, there have been, like – 50 people that have RSVP'd, but 20 people have dropped out at the last minute and you Mm -hmm. walk in and there's like clearly food that was meant to serve 55 and you just get the sense that nobody's there. Well, I think this is a downer. No, it is. Well, no, but you know, it's a good, it's a good reminder for people because I just, I feel like people, it's Our listeners are so gracious though. They are so gracious. We'll preach it to the choir. I'm certain of it. Right. I'm certain of it. Let's just remind ourselves though, because you know what? There's a temptation to be like, you know what? I'm actually really tired. Uh, Actually, I didn't realize I'd be so, have so much on my plate or whatever, you know? So I I get it. Like everybody has stuff, but it's also just kind of like, you know, every time, even if it's just like I invited two families over for dinner, like Mm -hmm. you're kind of thoughtful about like who would get along well with who you know, it's just, and there's sort of this assumption when you do do that, when you have a last minute flake that like, oh, well, it's just me. I'm just one person. But like, what if everybody thinks the way you're thinking? And like, you know, it's happening. It's happening everywhere. That's why I'm, I'm referencing a Glamour article that was written in July of this year. It's called Canceling Plans is Ruining Female Friendships. Okay. Tell me about this article. This I was love the title. About, like, well, in a way, I love our listeners. Like, that's the most gracious, lovely crowd who loves partying and entertaining, whatever. So I was more thinking not to bring this up to be like, don't RSVP and flake. I was thinking maybe we could mobilize our listeners to kind of like, take up this mantle and, um, you know, and adhere to this, like to almost take an internal mental pledge of, I'm going to be the person who, I don't know. I'm so fired up about this. I know. Actually, I don't think we should take an internal one, Grim. I think you should lead us right now. Everyone, <laughs> you, know, you know, I take put the Put your hand on your heart. <laughs> my hand is on my heart. <laughs> okay. I solemnly swear. I solemnly swear. To honor my RSVPs. To honor my RSVPs. <laughs> To go to events that I said I would go to. To go to events that I said I would go to. And be a good guest. And forever, be a good guest. Forever more, forever so more. So help me God. So help me God. <laughs> and now I'm going to prick my finger and do a drop of blood on my blood score test. <laughs> That's how invested in me. My blood score Lifeless and network from blood score. <laughs> Buffy comforters. Just okay, but that's the thing. So Sorry. have you ever been on a group text that um, where like everyone's planning to go to a, like a friend dinner or something and then one person kind of cancels and then the dominoes fall, like one person drops out and the other, like all of a sudden that just means like everyone else uses it as a real, like an 
an excuse to just not have the party anymore. Yeah, I have. But even that, it's almost like at least you're getting a, I don't know. It's just like, I don't, a, maybe, maybe I don't know. Hang out. Yeah, maybe. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've come I back mean, to this. What if people are like, I totally can't relate to this. No one ever comes to this. What if I'm on an island and I'm just like showing up to things and people are hoping I'll cancel? <laughs> This is not good. This is not taking the direction. No, I, I, I think. Hope. I think. No, I don't think Glamour magazine would have written that article if that wasn't a real thing. And I think it is a thing. And I think I don't know. You know, it just makes it. So, what are they saying? How does it ruin female friendships? Just because you're like secretly bitter at that person? Well, I think you know. There. Well, I mean, did you, you read not the do article, it? Like, Graham, or did you just read the title? I am opening it. No, I read the article. <laughs> it says FOGO has replaced FOMO. So fear of going out has replaced FOMO, right? So I think there's FOHO. Fear of hosting. I guess oh, fa. FOHO is huge. That's actually a really good. I don't think anyone's gotten to that one yet. Well, I think the reason why is because it's like, oh, what happens if I host a party for 20 and six people come and then they're all like, well, this is the worst party ever. (laughs) This is weird. And then they make an excuse to leave early and it's terrible. Um, Which has happened. I mean, it happens happens to everyone. Yes, it does. It totally does. Well, I think what happens is everyone has these days that are busy and then you get, you know, you're just like frazzled and then you get to the end of the day. And then, I mean, I get the real life realities and like you maybe want to see your husband. Maybe you want to see your children. Maybe you just want to like put your feet up and watch Netflix or maybe it's raining outside. Maybe it's cold. Maybe oh, you don't. When it's rainy or cold, like, oh man. No. Oh, RSV. Oh, it's a, it's a fact. RSVPs decline 35% when it's below something like 50 degrees. No, but I'm not surprised. I mean, especially like here in Phoenix where um, it's snowed here. It's like amazing. The weather has been absolutely freakish. We've had snow. It's been crazy, but like that never happens. And we're just not used to it. Like nobody owns a coach, you know, it's like, we can't leave our house. We could die, you know? Yeah. And then people have to stay. Yeah, I I get that. All right. So we don't like that. Anything else you want to say about that? I don't know. I just feel like we could talk about it all day. <laughs> okay, we'll move okay. on to parties. Aren't you glad, though, that I told you we can't do a whole episode on that? Thank you for giving me the time. Okay, but here's my question. is: do you? I'm asking you, do you mm-hmm. think there's anything that's okay to kind of, like, are there kids' birthday parties? Is that an exception? Events with your in-laws? Is that okay, an exception? Kids' birthday parties? I, I mean, no, no. Wait, why would it be? No. I don't know. I'm asking you. Like, if you, can if think you say of you're going to do something, you go. If you say you're going, know. you're going to go. You don't have to. Here's the thing. You don't have to say yes. I know. Like, I know. that's the deal. This is not like you're required by law to be here. <laughs> like, right. I'm having an event. You know, this is a court summons. Right. You don't want to go. Well, I think no. people, people RSVP way in advance. And then when the time finally comes, they're like, oh, I re- didn't realize that I also had three more things that came up that day. Now I'm a little bit tired. Right. But no, once you've said yes, then you've said yes. That's my thought. So I just think you, you pause before you say yes mm-hmm. and you make sure you're actually going to go. I think that's a good point. Okay. I've got, thank you. I got that off my chest. But wait, one I've, thing with children's birthday parties is I have all this guilt because I always imagine, especially like when it's kindergarten, I don't know the kids or whatever. I always imagine it's like a very sad child who doesn't have any friends and they're going to be traumatized which is never the case it's always like 40 kids at the bounce house but like yeah but you do hear on the news every now and then about like the kid who nobody showed up to their birthday party so the local community chipped in and you know right i always assume it's like a very sad story but it's like oh no i didn't know that kid 
I didn't go to their party, but you know, and I just, I have three children. I can't go to a birthday party every three birthday parties every Saturday, you know, although it is tapering off. At what age do birthday parties stop? I think eight ish. I think we have, uh, or how about this? We someone have, who has a 10 year old. Nope. <laughs> really? Well, I don't know. I feel like the N Moss birthday parties are tapering off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 For sure. We yep. definitely don't have, um, it's not every yeah. Saturday we're doing something. Yep. Well, it's not like every, you have to go to every single child's in the class, right? Because you're, you're basically now you're getting only invited to the boys' birthday parties and they're only having sleepovers, you know, with a group of six and, you know, maybe you make the cut, maybe you don't. So it's not as big. We haven't had sleepovers. I feel like sleepovers are starting to get big here. Um, we have something here called a game truck, which is huge. Oh, we did that for my son's birthday. It was the creepiest thing ever. It's so creepy. Like you Follow basically- this creepy man to his van. <laughs> like, it's really disturbing. <laughs> It's so disturbing. Oh, it's great. Yeah, we love the game truck. <laughs> yeah. It's really creepy. The one thing is it's so funny because you totally, it's, it's like spying on the other parents and it's like, which of the parents are the parents who are totally good with screen time? Which ones are like, I've never played a video game before. Do you have a book? I'm like, uh, wrong party. <laughs> uh, my kids it, don't works, it works the other way too, though, because it's like the kids who are like, you know, yeah, this is just every day. I play video games, no big deal. And then the kids who are really excited to play, to play video games. So. Oh, yeah, like the kids who can't eat sweets at home. And then they come over and they just eat like 25 Hostess minis. Yep, yep. I love those kids. And I'm the enabler. I'm like, here you go. <laughs> no rules. Miss Smith's house. I'm a cool mom. I'm a cool mom. <laughs> I'm not like a regular right. mom. So we know that we've RSVPed yes to a lot of things and that we've shown up. So let's segue into what we've hosted lately. But actually, maybe now's a good time. We have more sponsors. Whoa, we're going to make these fun for everyone listening. We're always fun. You think already it's time for a sponsor break? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Because then we're going to talk about what we've hosted lately. Okay. All right. Let's talk about our sponsors. We are sponsored today by Zola. What is Zola? Zola is the wedding company that will do anything for love. Um, basically, they've reinvented wedding planning and the registry experience. So there's over 500,000 couples who've used Zola. They take the stress out of wedding planning with free wedding websites, save the dates and invitations, a wedding registry, and free, easy-to-use wedding planning tools. You can basically create a free wedding website at Zola in just a few minutes. They have over 100 beautiful website designs to choose from that fit any couple's style and every type of wedding, and they're all 100% free. They also have, which Kirsten and I love, a facts section, F-A-Q-S, not facts, like send a fax. A facts section that helps address any awkward questions. Just like, the facts. Yeah, just facts. Like, can I bring my kids to this wedding? Or do no. I have a plus one? Or no. yeah, are there sober rides home after? I don't know. Should I Uber to this event? So you can make your own facts section. That's cool. And Zola has now, they have matching save the dates and invitations. So it's... They also have a free guest list manager, so you can add your guests to Zola's tool, and they'll help you collect any missing addresses, format your addresses, and track your RSVPs. So if I guess if you're like a modern bride, which many people are. <laughs> what have I told you about using the word modern, Graham? You know, it always dings me. Every time Graham uses the word modern, I feel like she's like Mad Men's version of modern. We're going down the rabbit hole. modern gal. If you're modern That's why gal. I smoke these cigarettes. <laughs> But that was a problem because I remember having to write it all out for my wedding. And like, I remember having to call people on the phone and be like, what's your formal You name? modern gals don't have to do that. <laughs> you modern gals don't have that problem. So keep up the good work. Here's to modernity. 
Anyway, anyway. Okay, guys, obviously it's an amazing website. Lots of incredible tools. Um, I mean, I just love the idea that you can register for travel gift cards. So much fun. Um, so to start your free wedding website or your registry on Zola, go to Zola.com slash welcome home. Again, that's Zola.com slash welcome home. Um, hey, go check it out if you're in the market to be planning a wedding because this is very helpful. And if you happen to RSVP to a wedding on Zola, you must go. <laughs> Thanks, Zola. Thank you, Zola. Hey, Kirsten, we have another sponsor. You're not going to believe it, but we have Warby Parker. Also great for the modern gals. <laughs> great. Oh. I don't know why. I'm not going to lie, but I definitely got my, because I those try-on kits are so cool. So basically, okay, wait, wait. If, any, if you don't know what a try-on kit is, who, I was about to say, raise your hand if you I, don't know what a try-on Raise your hand if you don't know what Warby Parker is. I feel like people know now, the, the brand's done really well um, nationally. They've, they've done a good job marketing, but it's their glasses, their eyeglasses. And I think the- And concept, sunglasses. Yeah. And it's a free, and basically the price point is ridiculous. So you get your, you get really cool frames and lenses for- I think like a hundred. <laughs> I actually know. I know. Glasses start at $95, Graham. Inclu- yeah. Including your lenses, which is gangbusters because like before I knew that, you know, for my children, glasses cost us like $300 because my son wears them, hey, you know, and- you know that they do have a child's one. They don't really advertise it, but I kind of was talking to them on the phone. Like, Oh no, we have children's stuff. F-I. Oh, they do. Warby Parker has children's. They do. They do. Um, they but okay. Just to be clear, Maybe like on a podcast or something. <laughs> Hey, man, it'll be a great idea to start telling people about that line. <laughs> All right, stick to the point, Kirsten. Get to the point. All right. I can't. I can't. All Actually, right. I will tell you, my husband, um, he wears glasses. I have been cursed with perfect vision, and I'm not joking about that. I really want to have cute glasses. And the um, optometrist told me that if I start wearing glasses, I'm going to, like, get screw up my eyes and, and get, get nauseous so unfortunately oh, I'm not gonna lie. I got my free try-on kit at home you get five pairs basically you choose what you want you get five pairs and you can try them for five days at home and I may or may not have worn them to a meeting where I wanted to look smarter without any prescription that's fine <laughs> that's amazing everyone um, knows yeah. that happens well, like, so this, so the, that's the experience before I even got to try this as a podcaster which I got to try five pairs of sunglasses which were also awesome my husband had done it years ago when he had done the um the glasses glasses. And I mean, they're both so great. You get to keep them for five days and it comes, it ships for free. And then it's a prepaid return shipping label, like two second process. It was so simple. And it's also fun because then you get to, you know, show your friend, show your spouse, show your kids. Everybody had a vote on which sunglasses they thought were the coolest. And I ended up with a really cute pair of tortoiseshell lenses, but I almost got the pair with clear lenses and kind of a mirror. I don't know. I don't know if I made the right call. They have blue light filtering lenses. That's a cool thing they have. And then all their their lenses are also anti-glare and anti-scratch coating. So if your glasses wear like I am or was at one time, that's kind of a big deal. You need that. But the big thing to, I think, to also know is if you have an iPhone X, they have a Warby Parker app where you can use a brand new virtual try-on, which is actually kind of cool. That's amazing. Yeah, it allows you to try on your eyeglasses, kind of seeing a realistic color, texture, and size of each style using just your phone. So I'm assuming you take a picture of yourself. And it shows what you look like with the glasses. Great. Awesome. That's well, very high tech. So we what love are Warby they Parker's. Do? It's warbyparker.com slash welcome home. Again, you're welcome. going to want to go to warbyparker.com slash welcome home to order your free home try on kit today. We've talked about a lot of fun things, but there's something in our outline. Okay. The ads are over, although I'm sure we'll find a 
cute way to slip in a few more jokes. But you have something oh, on the wait, outline. Also, one other thing. Do you know that they um they give a pair to to someone in need for every pair you get? Oh, I love no, I do love that. That blo- that is amazing. Because yeah. you know I was twice legally blind. So yeah. growing I up like I know that about Graham. That's a Graham fun fact. Yeah, I was like cripplingly blind. Um well that's not that's not totally accurate, but as contacts and glasses go I was pretty bad and no because so- we used to live together and it was like Graham in the morning would to get her glasses she would like oh I'd feel on the nightstand I couldn't even see my glasses on the nightstand I was that bad and so glasses I mean changed my life and could you imagine people who don't have access to something so basic mm. like glasses were invented seven over 700 years ago and we still have people who don't have glasses glasses and drinking water um and shoes um, okay. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff. Hardware stores, Kirsten, when you're throwing a party, what yes. do you buy from, cause now we're moving on to the party section. Okay. Yes. Hardware stores. This is weird, but cool. You, you're having, so Kirsten has this idea she wants to share called, go for it. Well, it was, remember one day I was like in my garage and I just had a party and I was putting things away. And I said to you, you know, it's amazing how many of my party supplies come from the hardware store. We should do an episode about that. Tell me. I love it. So I'm, this I'm was, excited. This real. Um, okay. Yeah. I, I love hardware stores. And I'm not just talking about like the Home Depots. I love a good small town neighborhood hardware store. Like there's so many treasures in there. Treasures. Like, Oh, 100%. We have the world's best hardware store here. That's just great. Um, Anyway, so trash cans. If you entertain twice a year, you Mm -hmm. need to have party trash cans. Do you have party trash cans? No, I totally don't. Tell me what you're talking about. They're like 20 bucks. And, you know, I mean, for the amount of time we've used them since we bought them, I mean, we must have used them at least 20 times. And it's just like... It, it makes cleanup so much more, it just makes it so much easier to just have like two big, like schoolyard trash cans. Okay. Schoolyard trash cans. That sounds really elegant. Otherwise, what are you oh. doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not elegant, but at the same time, like when we do our big crawfish party or like mm-hmm. a family barbecue, I mean. Yes. Yeah. Or like a kid's birthday party in your backyard. That's a totally. good thing to have. Because no, I mean, I feel like. I usually just take the plastic bag and just, you know, how you can like loop it around a fence. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And no kidding. Kids are going to like put the, the trash right next to it and like watch <laughs> it fall down the outside, right? <laughs> if it's happened once, it's happened a million times. It's totally happened a million times. And you know what I was doing is I was going to party, like the party stores and buying those ones that were disposable. You know what I'm talking about? Like the pop-up ones. Oh, okay. You know what I'm talking about? Have you seen no. those? Pop-up it's like almost like a spring. It's a disposable trash can. Okay. The truth is they're like $7 and I'd buy two or three of them. Right. For that price, like just buy a good trash can that you're going to use over and over again. And they have lids that come with them. So you can keep yeah. the lid on, which I like. Okay. Um, right. Secondly, sawhorses. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. I would never think to own a sawhorse. We own doing? several sets of sawhorses mm-hmm. and they're great because they stack on top of each other. By the way, y'all, our garage is ridiculous. We can't park our cars in it. There's so much junk in it. Um, but Clearly useful junk. So wait, you also have plywood, I'm assuming. We do. Oh, I, I sh- that was the other thing on my list I forgot. Plywood, right. yes. We have a couple plywood, big, big plywoods, and we just stack them up on the side of our garage. They take up like no room, and the sawhorses can also stack up. And um, we have like go-to tables. That's a pretty good idea. I must say it's probably a less expensive idea than buying, you know, the nice plastic ones that fold up. Well, we have those too, but we have a lot of bigger parties because we have a huge family and we have big parties because we just realized 
it's just easier for us to have. Right. And it's just as beautiful with a gorgeous tablecloth on it. Nobody knows, you know, especially if you're standing around, I mean, using it for a bar or something like that. Okay. I'm going to go get a sawhorse and some wood. We do that crawfish party too, which we talked about. You guys, it was one of our very first episodes. We had this huge crawfish party. And so for the crawfish party is why we bought all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, it just ended up being like really handy to have and we've used them since then we did like for for example over the holidays we did um a christmas party or like a holiday party and we did gingerbread house decorating mm, genius or like a cookie decorating party that's yeah, smart so we totally we used it for that too that was really handy like a um, work okay. table yes yeah, so next thing on the list is a drop cloth which okay. again hardware store and that kind of goes back to those tables because those tables you don't want plywood so you might want to put a pretty tablecloth over it you might want to put um you might want to put a plastic tablecloth over, but that kind of gives it like the softness and it goes all the way down to, um, down to the ground. So it covers the sawhorses. And I've actually seen some women I know who are really, really elegant entertainers use that as their main tablecloth and put like burlap over it. So it has sort of more of a natural kind of rusticy industrial feel, but they're so cheap and they're huge. And the other thing we use drop cost for is um, we do like a lot of movie nights, like outdoor movie nights or pool dive in movie nights mm -hmm. and the drop cloth we, we use um, oh, for the projector. Uh-huh. But we, that's what we use to make the screen. And so we have, we have a front porch. And so we use, um, gosh, what's that thing called? Like the stretchy thing? Like a, um. You know, like um, using for like stuff on your, yeah, like a bungee cord. So we have these bungee cords that clip onto the side. So we pull it real taut, right, mm -hmm. and make it really straight, and um, that becomes our screen. So that's better. Are there rivets on. in the corners of it so you can um, like get your bungee no, cords in there? There's not. Okay. No, we got it. You know, what we did one time. We bought this really cool bungee set. And it was mm -hmm. like at like Home Depot or something. And it has been the most handy thing. And they yeah, have. We have a bungee set that we like. Yeah. And it has little claws on it. Uh -huh. or, you know what I'm talking about? Like a That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Bungees are, that was a good invention. I wish we had come up with that. <laughs> All right. What's your next one? These are good. Craft paper. Mm -hmm. Like rolls of craft paper. Again, this started with a crawfish party. But what we've done, do you guys remember Macaroni Grill? Is Macaroni Grill still in business? or did You know how I feel about Macaroni Grill the world's stupidest name like you don't <laughs> grill macaroni I just I don't understand and is it a pasta restaurant like I really cannot get my head around the macaroni grill <laughs> like who thought the garden of all or like a cheesecake factory like that what do you want to go to a factory I mean again I like these restaurants so I'm not speaking negatively of the restaurants you do just not like these restaurants so don't even lie I'm oh, okay, fine. I don't, but one time I, you're right. Did, you're right. Like you want your, your cheesecake to be lovingly prepared, like not some factory. <laughs> right. Like why would you want to go to a factory of cheesecake? And also like they sell, they have an extensive menu. It really like is kind of a misnomer. It was like, okay. So I was watching TV yesterday and I was watching an advertisement for Burlington Coat Factory. Do you remember Burlington Coat Factory. You probably We're don't. more than great coats. We're more than great coats. I love right exactly. And I started singing to myself, "We're more than great coats," because they have you know Why they were like Burlington Coat Factory. Because I've never been inside one, and they were advertising that they had pots and pans and like household. never been inside a Burlington Coat Factory. No, because I really, truly just thought they sold coats. Like, Graham, even though I knew, more than great coats. <laughs> I knew that they were more than great coats, but like, I'm not able to like, when do you ever think, oh, I need like a new frying pan. Let me go to Burlington Coat Factory. <laughs> <laughs> 
just like not there. So it's like, hmm, I want a good pasta dinner. I'll let me go to macaroni grill. Like, no, I'll never think of that. Okay. Well, I will say I've, I've been to Burlington Coat Factory because you know why I've been to Burlington Coat Factory is because they're right next to the tire place that I go to. So every time I need new tires and I've got 45 minutes to kill, I'm like, well, I guess I'll go wander around Burlington Coat Factory. Oh, like Steinmart? You peruse them? <laughs> Perusing the Steinmart. Okay. Berl- <laughs> it's funny you brought up Steinmart because Burlington Coat Factory is like the Steinmart of, um, of like TJ Maxx's interesting it's terrible there's nothing you want there nothing i've got to pop in see we're we're just losing sponsors left and right well Um, okay burlington go factory and macaroni grill yeah sorry go to burlington go factory backslash the home (laughs) welcome home okay no but yeah so anyway what were we talking about you might love it if you like it let us know everyone nobody likes it Nobody else. It's been in business for years. And like, we like Vermont. We have a lot of people who listen in Vermont. Like, it's a great state. Like, what's your deal, Kirsten? Okay. Um, my point is remember Macaroni Grill? How they did you, have you ever? Oh, oh you no, you're obsessed. So, this is what, okay. Long story. Okay. So, so everyone who's listening, this is how I finally went to Macaroni Grill. Kirsten calls me. She like, this was two years ago. She's like, I've eaten at Macaroni Grill every day for the past two weeks. And I'm like, why? She goes, because they have these amazing jugs of wine that they put on your table. And what isn't that the place where they like mark your consumption? Wait, this was not two years ago. This was like 10 years ago. I don't know. I went. It was like we 10 were- years ago. We, I don't even think we've had a Mac. I don't even know if Macaroni Grill is still in business. You were so excited about it, though. Oh, it was very exciting. I so, think it was like so, right after I'd had a baby. For anyone who doesn't know, <laughs> what is it? What is What's what? their stick? How does it work? They put Oh, they like put out this big jug of wine, and then you would like, I don't remember. Because <laughs> you're just like, they'd like, they'd like, they take your word for it, basically. Yeah, so you like write down how many oh, you have or something. I don't you remember. Get a crayon. That's what it is. They put like a jug of wine on your table and you get a crayon. And if you pour yourself another glass, you just like make a tally mark. Okay, wait, no. There's a macaroni girl 12.8 miles from me. Clo- oh, opens at 11 a.m. Yeah, okay. So they're still in business. Okay. Oh, absolutely. No, there's one near us. Uh, okay, I'm they're happy. the one by our house closed. So I didn't know. But anyway, regardless, they have craft paper on the table mm-hmm. and we are like our children could color. Oh yeah, that's huge. People love it. But I mean, I think a lot of other people have caught on to the let's color at the restaurant <laughs> concepts. <laughs> no. Okay, fine, macaroni grill. You have a dumb name. <laughs> but color. we like we like the way you're doling out wine on a trust system. We <laughs> do like the wine trust system. The wine trust system is really the clincher. Okay, what's the last one? Metal bins? Are you talking about um like metal bins of all types? Yeah, those are great. Uh They have everything at a hardware store. I mean, I actually saw a really interesting post on Pinterest about like how to decorate for a Super Bowl party all in the hardware store. But there's like great, like, um, you know, to hold your, your cans or your water bottles. And then like, there's little ones to hold napkins or silverware. I just feel like there's really good, again, it's for more, I'm talking obviously, like this is not a nice dinner party. This is like a backyard barbecue, Super Bowl party, that kind of thing. So A more casual entertainment. Like a fun party? Yeah. Yeah, it's like a fun party. Not a stuffy party. Not a stuffy party. Not a stuffy muffy party. <laughs> have you been to any stuffy parties lately? Mm, no, I don't have any I don't think you've said out loud if you had been. I'm trying to think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I went to this one party. It was just very boring and everyone felt uncomfortable. No. You, t- you told me that um, you were... Actually, no, I went to a stuffy party lately. Well, it wasn't stuffy. It was weird. I went to my 20th high school reunion. It was just strange. It was weird. Why was it weird? I don't know. I don't really feel like talking about it, but it was just, 
<laughs> Let's cut to something else. Um, but it was totally fine. It was just, man, we've all grown up. We've all it, is, grown it is very up. weird. It's like playing adult. Right. I but then like also, everyone... then you'd like slip back into like very high school. <laughs> yes. That's so funny. You nailed it. You nailed it. It was like, uh, so, so what are the public schools like in the Denver area? And then it's like... <laughs> Yeah. Remember the party we threw where we used yeah, to charge? Totally like playing grown up and then also pretending you're 15. It's it was right. a, yeah it was a weird dynamic. Reunions are all you know I've always thought this about reunions. They're sort of depressing and I don't know. I'm not a there, yeah, There's a lot of emotions. I'm a still lot un- of emotions. still unpacking all the emotions. And, um, then, and then this is the craziest thing about the reunion. We were all pretty much like on our best behavior at the reunion, but then at the after party was at this dive bar that I'd never been to. And it was like none of us could tell time, and we all forgot how old we were. I mean, we were out till three in the morning. I, the last time I was out till three in the morning, I, I college. I mean, I don't even know. No, we were never out till three in the morning in college. I was sound. We were in bed watching Golden Girls by eight o'clock. <laughs> no, we partied. Actually, I have to say, till eight o'clock, that, we partied really, really hard. To like, it did remind me though that I was actually pretty darn fun in high school. Like, I w- I was the party house. And people kept coming up being like, do you remember that party? Do you remember that party? And I was like, oh, I don't actually remember that party, <laughs> but I'll take your word for it. Interesting. I know. Um, you said you're throwing an Oktoberfest. I am. Anything interesting we need to know? <laughs> is, that another, is that another party we don't want to talk about? <laughs> Let's talk about party drinks. Well, yeah, October's a ways away. That's fine. October's a ways away. Okay, no, what it is is our school does, we've talked about this before, but our school does an auction. And one of the things they do is hosted parties. And so people will get together and they'll throw a party. Yeah, yeah, And we talked about this in our club episode because I threw that um, kind of book club party. But yeah, people throw a party and then they sell tickets and it's basically a fundraiser. Those and are so two of some- mine on the list to talk about. Like, yeah, yeah I'm throwing a, um, a Kentucky Derby party and then we're going to a Western party, which is hosted by the school. So we love those things. Yeah, they're, well, they're so fun because, you know, it's, it's almost like you're throwing it out there. You because people, it's like when people come to a party, they always are like, Can I bring something? I mean, I don't think people mind contributing financially. And if it's a fundraiser, then that's, you know, even more reason to go. And it's also kind of like a way to get people who really wanted to come to the party. You know, you can't say to people, like, I'm going to throw a party. Who would like to come? You know, that's weird. But if you're doing it this way, you really get people who are excited about the party and think it's fun. And people kind of, instead of like, just come on over, we'll grill. It's like there's always a fun theme. Like another school in our neighbor in our neighborhood did a cornhole tournament. You know, all oh, that's cool. Like that. That's a great one. That's yeah. a great one. Yeah. So anyway, so this party's going to be an Oktoberfest party. And, you know, I went to an Oktoberfest party last year, and I just think people wearing lederhosen is just a lot of fun. Oh, they really got into it with the lederhosen? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's amazing. Yeah. And, like, also, like, pretzels and bratwurst and beer, even though I don't really like beer. I don't really like bratwurst. Or beer. Yeah. Maybe it's not your party. No, but you know what I found is the parties that I actually hate the theme the most are the ones that I end up having the most fun. Low expectations. Like St. Patrick's Day? Despise. And I, I love it. I've never had a bad St. Patrick's Day. Um, my son's birthday is the day after St. Patrick's Day. That's a rough time. Why? I just, I don't know, the food, the cabbage. We had a corned beef last night. I know, you're nuts for a corned beef. We're going to, we've, we've, we've I had corned beef for breakfast. Mm. That's, that's funny. I do eat a lot of meat for breakfast too. Man, when we were just traveling, I ate some really good breakfasts. Okay. We're so off the res right now. Um, 
party drinks. What do you do about party drinks when you have a party? Fight with my husband. It's so awkward. Do you, do you fight with your husband about party drinks or does he, is he neutral? Oh no, we, I mean, we fight about them because I just feel like it's a never ending story. I think we're in the land of, you know, we try to be hospitable. And so I try to have white wine, red wine. These days I feel like rosé has become a staple wine. Totally. Like that's one thing. Why, when did you have to have like a red, a white, and And a rosé? Do you like rosé? I mean, I'm ambivalent about it. I don't don't like it. it. Yeah. I'm like moderate. I'm, I'm okay. It's fine. I mean, it's okay. Yeah. I don't like rosé. But Um, it's like, I feel like it's a staple. Well, no. So when I said we fight about it is because my husband, I'm about it looking pretty and he's about it being utilitarian. Uh-huh. So he wants like things in a cooler because it makes the most sense. Uh-huh. Yeah. And like, he's right, but no, like I want it to look pretty. Oh, so you put it out in kind of a like in a, in a bucket, like a bucket. Right, in a bucket. Or, yeah. Uh-huh. Right. That's another good thing to have. You got to have a bunch of buckets for a her. bunch of buckets. But I got, um, I got him for Christmas. I got him a Yeti bucket. Oh, the Yeti. <laughs> Those are very, very fancy. Oh, that's a nice Hey, hey everybody, how does Graham's mic sound today? Raise your hand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, and a quick segue. So I don't know if anyone knows this, but I, when we first started, I bought this very fancy microphone called the Blue Yeti. And we couldn't get it to work. And like we had terrible audio and everything was crazy. And so I went and I called customer service for Yeti. And this guy, this very, you know, Southern, very nice guy picks up the phone. He's like, Yeti. And, <laughs> and I could tell there was a lot of banging going on in the background. But I'm like, okay, whatever. And I just launch into him. I'm like, hey, my name's Graham. Like I started a podcast. I don't really know what I'm doing, but I'm picking up a lot of background ambient noise. I've adjusted the gain. And I'm just like going on and on. I've like, adjusted checked the, the gain. Yeah, like I've like checked it, you know, like I've, check the internal mics and I've like replugged the USB port and he goes, finally, he just let me go on and on. And he goes, ma'am, sounds really interesting. <laughs> this is Yeti coolers. <laughs> oh, we're so glad you have a podcast someplace in like Tennessee where they're located. He's like, and then Graham's like would you guys want to be a spot? <laughs> and they said, no. So we're done talking about them now. And we're free ass for Yeti. All righty. Well, I don't know if we've covered any real good ground today, but well, wait, do you, are you any more parties you're going to? Going to? Yeah. Lots of parties that we're going to. Are things... Have you hosted any good parties recently? Oh, I hosted a really good oyster roast not too long ago. And I have to say it was a very, very, very fun. And you know, that's my big thing is I try to host a party around something that like intimidates me. Right. So I've I'm very oyster roast. Yeah, super intimidating. But that was actually someplace we could have totally used your Charlie horse or your sawhorse. And um, Charlie horse is when you punch someone in the leg. <laughs> <laughs> your sawhorse. My oyster roast was so fun. Okay, so we what, had a fire pit. How does that work? Outside. Did you? How did you get the oysters? Oh, so we have a secret seafood guy who works here. He's not really secret, but he works at a supermarket where you would not really associate with high quality seafood. And he is pumping out the best seafood you've ever had. So he'll order anything you want. And he basically got these really, really, really good oysters at a very reasonable price. And I got a ton of them, but he makes the sauces. So he made the um, the mignonette sauce and he made all these other sauces. And then he showed me how to like shuck them and like spent 10 to 15 minutes telling me how to roast them, you know, and set up a table. And then I just YouTubed like how to set up a good oyster roast table. And it was, it was really fun. It was a good party. I must say. That's awesome. How did you, um, how did you do the roasting? 
Well, so everyone's, well, so basically you just put them on the, um, you can do them on a fire pit, but we didn't have kind of a board to put them on, like a metal board. So we just did them on the barbecue. It's really easy. Like you could eat roasted oysters at your house on a normal night. It is a really? fast thing to do. Yeah. You basically. It's very intimidating. It's, it's incredibly intimidating. You basically take the oysters and put them on the grill, like throw them on a hot grill for maybe six or so minutes until you can see like the faintest amount of steam coming out of them. And then you have to open them. I mean, so there's a little bit of that, like you need to know how to open it, but they pretty much open themselves um, once they've been steamed a little bit. And then now remember, because oysters can be eaten raw, it's not that you have to worry about like undercooking them. Mm. You know, you just know much about it. So hey, I love though, this kind of comes back to the grocery store thing that we always say, which is the grocery store is like oh, underutilized. Best kept secret ever. The grocery hey, store. Do you remember when um Caroline, you guys, if you remember our friend Caroline who was on the episode about gardening and her legal trial, um, do you remember when Caroline used to buy salmon in bulk? Oh, that was <laughs> amazing. That Whole Foods? You guys, oh, yeah. She went in there and she's like, I want to buy like a hundred pounds of salmon or whatever. She paid yeah. up front and then they stored the salmon for her. Whole Foods did this for her. She bought a she bought a hundred and forty pounds of salmon because they were it was on sale. They ran like a sockeye salmon sale at you know nine ninety nine, which I guess it's usually much more expensive. And so she just said, I'll buy a hundred pounds right now. <laughs> And they kept it back in their freezer. And they put like a tally. Like it's like the office fridge where it's like, Caroline's don't touch. Yeah. FYI, I checked. They don't do that anymore. <laughs> but she did it. And she, I mean, I'm sure you could probably try something like that. I mean, I just love that the grocery store just kept her salmon ready to roll. I love it. That's amazing. I, we, I feel um, like we've been having a lot of sleepovers lately and we don't really have good bedding for kids. So that's one thing I've been trying to think on is like, I'm toying with the idea of um, getting some mattresses for underneath the kids' beds. Really? Yeah, I know. What do you think? No, these kids today. When what do you think? Kid, I feel like that's a little bit of like, I used to walk uphill both ways in the snow, but, but we used to bring our sleeping bag and you sleep on the floor and it's half and up. Seriously? Yeah. Interesting. So when kids come to your house these days, you have them sleep on the floor in a sleeping bag? We don't do a lot of slumber parties, but what we have is in our playroom, we have, um, cause our playroom has a tiny, tiny narrow attic. You can't fit regular furniture up there. So all the only furniture we can have upstairs is Ikea because we have to take it up in boxes and assemble it up there. Mm -hmm. Um, but we have these Ikea couches that kind of, they're not like a bed, but they're kind of a bed. Mm -hmm. They pull out into a bed basically. Oh, that's great. Okay. So, so I have a have bunch of couches, story. but yeah, no, they sleep on sleeping bags. And they're fine. All right. Yes. I don't know if that really counts as a fun party I'm throwing, but it's something It's something that I seem to be doing a lot of Friday and Saturday nights. So. That's interesting. We haven't done a lot of sleepovers. But yeah, I'll even go out of my way to like set up the beds for the kids, you know, make them really nice, like put like a teddy bear and like a book I think they might enjoy. Oh, wow. Kids parties are a whole different story. And that's, we, we, that's neither here nor there. Well, yeah, that's we'll there. Do. That's not here. It's not, it's not here. Um, what else we're doing? Gar, you gar, talked gar. about the house blessing you went to. Well, it was someone who threw it. We only stopped by for a few minutes, but our dear friends, yeah, they did a house blessing because they were building a house and it kind of, everything fell apart. And so they had to like, they had a party where basically they just they had someone come out and do a blessing on the house, but they also like put a keg up on their, you know, slab of a teardown that they had and everyone just kind of stood around and had a beer. I want to go to a house destroying party. Me too. I think we all want to go to that. I don't think they really happen. Mm, my house kind of feels like a house destroying party right now. <laughs> we'll do an update on the, uh, 
renovation at some point the the non-existent renovation yeah all right well it sounds like you've had quite a busy social life no not really how about you (laughs) (laughs) nah nothing all right we're gonna but because you know what it's been winter winter is the time for hibernation (laughs) spring is going to really rock in fact while we were traveling we made a list of like that we want to start hosting again and what we thought we'd do um oh here's something fun we thought we'd do we thought we would just invite couples over like through the end of the year now this i can get i understand could get a little bit annoying for rsvping but what if we just planned out our entire year of hosting early yeah i mean it's a good idea i know i don't think it's gonna work i told harrison it wasn't gonna work i know he said he said he was like let's just try it i'm like that's dumb that won't we'll try it let us know be our guinea pigs yeah just say like hi we'd like you to save the date for october 16th we've invited (laughs) you two couples over (laughs) even i think that's a little ambitious for my no rsvp pledge well i also feel like that's really high stakes too like i've been planning this party for six months like you can't just walk in and be like oh i got takeout like mm. no but not a party just like hey you're a couple we'd like to see but we're gonna schedule you out you're right that's just terrible it's a bad idea don't do that don't do that idea um yeah no well my husband's been reading this this book uh like this set of short stories to my kids and they're from like the 50s or the 40s or something and um and it's talking about like how the teacher is over, over for dinner. Oh, They're, that's nice, right? Like the concept of having your teacher, or your priest, or you know, yeah, like the people, like yeah. That. And I just and he's like, yeah, nobody does that anymore. But it doesn't like you can picture that in like a fifties setting, right? Like, right. You no, know? we well, used to be the fancy people. If you had like the priest on your regular uh, social oh, that's calendar, right. that's that used true. to be, or at least I've read about. That, that that's how it used to be that our old pastors kind of, come over for dinner all the time you kind of wanted that your priest in your back pocket that sounds too <laughs> <laughs> hey i heard you know god you want to send a good word for me you know you, you got to assemble a team at all times on that note i have to go we have some people in our house i need to go they're wrapping up um <laughs> <laughs> that's very weird <laughs> i know i, know. I got <laughs> okay yeah. Welcome home, everyone. <laughs> Today on the Home Hour, it's time to party. What? Today on Welcome Home. Oh, crap. <laughs> How'd that happen? Yeah, we forgot our show's name again. We're so professional. <laughs> okay, the modern gals. <laughs> you modern gals. <laughs> that turned out actually surprisingly well.